Welcome, welcome, welcome to Denver Hoops and Dreams. I am your host, Jeremy Nichols, with my co-host, Alex Valdez. Alex, talk to me, man. We got a lot of Nuggets-related stuff to discuss today. Obviously, some big news that came out last night. Nikola Jokic is now in COVID protocols. How you, how do you feel? What, what, what's going on, man? Well, can we talk about the fact that we're finally doing this, man? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We've uh we've been planning this for a little while now. I mean, obviously we had some some scheduling conflicts in life, you know, when you got kids, man, it uh it changes a lot for you. It's you just know? two dad is two dads trying to do their thing and and let let's talk about, you know, the man of the hour, the the dad of the hour, the guy that just hit health and safety protocols. Yeah. Dude, what happened? I mean, were you out there sick and talking to Joker? What happened? <laughs> Listen, man, I, I saw when man, when I saw the news come out, I was just sitting there like, dude, this is when the Nuggets, the Nuggets are now finally like getting their stride and, you know, big, impressive win against the Bulls the other night. Michael Porter went crazy. So you're sitting there thinking, all right, the Nuggets are sitting at nine and four at the moment or at that time tied for first in the West um, behind Portland, surprisingly. Uh, who got an impressive win last night? But shout out to Chauncey, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely shout out to Chauncey. Um, but you know, you're sitting there thinking, man, that the Nuggets sitting at nine and four, they impressive start to the season. Even, and I think the the record could be even better because they had some losses that should I mean, not have happened. Let's break down those losses. I mean, it, they're they're quick four losses. Let's mm-hmm. go over them. I mean, you know that. Oh, that Jazz loss. I'm telling you, the Jazz are not as good as they're they're playing right now. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. They're they're what ten and six now, so they're 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 starting to show signs. They had some impressive wins. Don't get me wrong, but I I believe exactly what you're saying. It's going to be kind of hard for them to sustain because one of the things that they've been doing is surprising people. Right? Like you you don't really have a lot of a lot of tape on them. So to start the season, like you know, you could game plan against. You know, the Nuggets, you can game plan against the Heat. You kind of know what they're doing. But the Jazz, no one had any idea how they were going to start the season. So they have there's not a lot of footage. Now they're starting to show signs of that because, hey, that's that's just how it goes in the league. Right. And if we're going to talk about the Lakers, too, I, I think that's the worst loss just because yeah. of how it feels, too. I agree. Because, I mean... The Jazz are actively trying to tank, or at least that's what they said, or that's the actions they took in the offseason. But right. the Lakers, you know, it's always filled with, uh, oh, what kind of big three can we put together this year? And mm-hmm. this year it was tragedy entering the year, and they were over. And, yeah, that was just a bad loss. Yeah, I mean, for that to be the Lakers' first win of the season, that's what really stings the most, right? Because they were just getting clobbered by every team. And then all of a sudden, I mean, you know, the Nuggets had already beaten them earlier in the season. So I'm thinking, all right, this is going to be a nice, easy win. But all of a sudden, they just find a way and they get hot in the third. And it was just like a barrage of threes from Lonnie Walker and this, like Austin Reeves and this guy. It was like, man, what is happening? Right. I mean, same thing that happened with Portland, too, right? Yep. Who oh saw that gosh. happen? Anthony Simons, man. Oh, my gosh. I'm sitting there watching this kid. And he didn't, even, he didn't even have a, a good first half because the Nuggets were they were doing their thing. All of a sudden, the I don't know. It seems like the third quarter is just continuing to be a thing, even going back to last season. Those third quarters are always the scary ones for the Nuggets, man. They could have a good first half, and all of a sudden they just let the other team come right back. Hey, 
Malone has been progressively a better and better coach every single year. Right. I mean, we're not going to talk about the Brian Shaw area, right? Yeah, we're not going to do that. We're good. But, but this dude has consistently won more and more games and or seen worse and worse, um, you know, rosters, I would say, with right. Murray and KP or MPJ going down. Mm-hmm. And he's still put up, you know, he's still giving us a two-time MVP. He's still giving us some great win totals. But, right. dude, what? I, he can't figure out the third quarter? What's going on? No, um, I, I, I just, I cannot put my finger on it. It's it's almost like you can predict it now, right? Like, as a, as a Nuggets fan, there's two mindsets that you have while you're in games. There's, they have a they start off with a really big lead, and you know, automatically in your mind, you're thinking, the other team is going to have a chance to come back in the third. But the other side to that coin is even when the Nuggets are losing, you kind of have that mindset like they might have a chance to come back. It may not be in the third quarter, but sometimes they just turn up in the fourth. And I don't know. I don't know if, if you know, with Malone and, and just the other assistant coaches, what what are they telling the team? Like, what are they or why is it that the team does not seem to to figure it out in the third quarter? Because this has been going on for a while. This is not just this season. And we're looking to add in one more mindset um, what 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 does the team look like when Joker is off the court? Right, right. so it's like it's almost like out. it's almost like Malone is like let let's take him out for the third because we got to rest him for the fourth because the team is hopeless without him. Yeah, right. So yeah, I, I don't know, man. I, Malone's got to get it figured out, but we keep saying that for the last six seven years. I don't feel like he's gonna get it figured out. So. That's when you got to start leaning on, you know, guys to get hot. And the bench has gotten hot here uh, over the last couple games. They have. Boston withstanding, notwithstanding. Yeah, I mean, honestly, that that Boston team has given the Nuggets some uh, some serious struggles because I don't know if you remember, um, even when the Nuggets got Aaron Gordon and they they had that 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 four that that four you had Jokic, Murray, Gordon, and Porter all healthy and ready. The Nuggets, I believe they won nine straight games, and then they played the Celtics. Mm-hmm. And then the Celtics beat them, even right. with that team. And then, of course, a couple games later, you had the dreaded game against the Warriors, right? Yeah. And you know what happened. So, um, I don't know. It's Man, the Celtics, they just seem to be re- – they, they seem to be matched up really well against the Nuggets. And, and they're playing without Robert Williams right now. Right. So – I can't imagine what I think they're just they're going to be an even scarier team now going into, you know, going through the season and going into the playoffs. Um, But there's just something about the Nuggets right now that that obviously it's still early in the season, nine and four. So we're not even at the 20 game mark. Right. So there's still a lot of growing to do, a lot of progression to 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 take place. But you are correct in bringing up the fact that the Nuggets have to figure this thing out without Jokic, because now with him being in in protocols, he's going to miss a couple games. And we're going to see what the other guys are going to bring to the table. Is Jamal Murray going to say, listen, guys, I got this. I'll lead us to victory. Is MPJ going to do the same? Is DeAndre Jordan going to step up? Because now he obviously has to play some more minutes. Um, it's going to be it's going to be um, it's going to be by committee. It has to be because Jokic does so much for the team. Everyone has to step up now. There's no excuse. He has the biggest plus minus in what NBA history. So. Oh, yeah. Good lord, man! What does this team look like? I'm I'm a little freaked out because, you know, you're already leaning on Bones to be a microwave player off the bench, right? And he's also out, so yeah, 
what is this team gonna do? Yeah, I mean, you're gonna you're gonna rely on those other guys. Obviously, Christian Brown is gonna have to come off the bench, make some noise. Obviously, Bruce Brown, so the the Brown guys, you're gonna have to have KCP doing extra work, getting he's gonna have to start crashing those boards, getting those assists. Like everyone is gonna have to just kind of do a little bit more. This because when Jokic is out there, I guarantee they all feel like, oh man, it's just so much stuff off my shoulder let let the big man handle it he takes care of all the rebounding the passing all that but now oh no everybody is going to have to do the job and obviously the next game against the new york knicks the nuggets have played really well against the knicks as of late especially when Jokic is out there because they cannot stop him it doesn't matter if they had mitchell robinson out there obviously julius randall i don't know what type of defense he even tries to play but Jokic dominates everybody on that Knicks roster so every time we play the Knicks I chalk it up as a win now I don't know what that looks like now you know obviously going into that game without Jokic it's gonna come down to like I said Jamal Murray what is he gonna bring is is this gonna be his listen guys you remember that that bubble situation I could bring that again and I I got y'all is he gonna carry the team like that MPJ KCP what's happening we we are we are going to find out a couple things here. I mean, Joker kills it in MSG, right? I right. mean, always dropping what a good 50 piece sometimes. So does that also mean that he's got to kind of lean on everyone else? I mean, yeah, he does. And, I, and obviously I mean, with the game in, in Denver tonight, it should be, it should be an interesting situation, obviously being back home. Cause the nuggets, um, I mean, nine out of the first 13 games had like are on the road. And to have a nine and four record right now at this moment is still very impressive because I guess we'll, you know, the Nuggets have always done a little bit better at home, especially that that one season, man. I think this was maybe 2013, where I, I, I think they went 38 and three at home. It was something ridiculous. But obviously, they haven't done that level of uh, or had that level of success since then. But we'll see how they play because, like I said, we are kind of in that boat now. Because we're not really used to watching the Nuggets play without Jokic because he's been so available for, for every reason, right? He's just always been out there. So we have to, we, this, we're not used to seeing the Nuggets play without him. You know what's funny is we're not used to seeing Murray be an actual point guard. Correct. Because yeah. he, we're used to him bringing the ball up. Even when he passes it to Jokic immediately. I mean, even with Joker <laughs> on the, the court, he's right. still bringing the ball up, right? So we're used to seeing Murray as just a guard, not a two guard, not a one guard, just a yeah. guard. Now he's got to be an actual point guard. Yep. So does that mean that, I mean, who's coming up as your two guard? Is it going to be Brown? You know, I, I think it will be. Um, I think it will be because the way that Bruce Brown plays and just watching him play for Brooklyn last year, he is a he's a glue guy. Right. He does a little bit of everything like he's had double doubles this season. I think the back to back games, he's had double doubles. Right. This is a guy coming off the bench and he's getting double digit rebounds. So he gets steals. He he guards some of your best perimeter players. So I think for him to be out there to kind of start the game and to have Christian Brown backing him up, I think that's going to be the best strategy um, while Jokic is out because he's going to provide another level of playmaking for you um, that I think some other guys just can't bring um, because I saw what he did in Brooklyn and man, that I was sitting there watching this guy like, man, he he's, he's the other guy, you know, every team has that other guy that, that kind of makes things happen. And 
Bruce Brown is that. So I think he has to be like he has to play big tonight. Like get, this Nuggets team has been looking for a Bruce Brown for so many years. That is correct. Right? And this dude just falls right into exactly what you need in the roster. He's a three and D player. He's a hustle guy, right? right. So you always think like, yeah, hustle guys are kind of a diamond dozen, you know. Oh man, I forget what his name is, but we we've had so many of these guys that you know George Carl has pushed on us as like, yeah, he plays great D, but he just has no offense. Now, yeah, Bruce Brown can do it all, yes, right? He can. Mm-hmm. So without Joker, we're adding in Bruce Brown, so that pushes everybody up on your starting lineup. So yep. that's a very small starting lineup. Is AG your your center? Is is MPJ your even four? if and we don't even know if AG's gonna Bruce play. Bruce? Because he's right. also sick, so we don't, you know. I'm, you know, I play a lot of DFS too, and just looking at it right now, they, they don't, they, they have him like listed as questionable. Like he's not even guaranteed to play tonight. So, what if the Nuggets have to play even without Aaron Gordon? That's oh, a, another level because who's gonna, who's gonna be the guy to guard Julius Randle? Right. That's that's the question. Who's guarding Randle? Obviously, they got R.J. Barrett out there, and those guys are actually playing really well. And you know they still got Evan Fournier sitting on that bench. And he's going to – every time he plays the Nuggets or the Celtics, he has an extra chip on his shoulder. Because, like, those teams that traded him, he just comes back and he's like, all right, I'm going to find some way to light y'all up. And I would not be surprised if he gets more minutes tonight and he finds a way to actually make a difference. To be fair, it was a perfect trade at the time. because No, it was. Was, no it, it was busting. It was. It was. It was. Now, now like I said, I don't, I don't blame the Nuggets for doing that. I'm just saying – I know the mindset that Evan Fournier has because those teams that he plays after the fact that traded him, he always comes back with, with that thing. He's like, man, listen, I'm about to hit some threes in y'all faces. And I think he's going to get some extra minutes tonight. We'll see. Hopefully not, but <laughs> we'll see. Okay. But it's going to be, it's going to be interesting to watch. I am, like I said before, I'm curious to see, especially Deandre Jordan, right? Obviously when he first got signed to the nuggets, most nuggets fans, Myself included. And mine. Um, right. You know, we we kind of looked at it like, huh? Like it, there was no there was it, it made no sense to me because I think most most people assumed the Nuggets would find a way to bring DeMarcus Cousins back or they would find some other alternative. Well, DeAndre Zika, Jordan never right? crossed my mind. Right. Well, correct. Mm-hmm. Right. So right. We, we, we looked at that and it just didn't make a lot of sense. Just just the optics. But I'm not going to lie. I've I've seen some interesting plays for him. He's actually had some, you know, some good games, but he plays well with Bones. Right. And with Bones not being out there tonight, that's going to make a huge difference. So what does DeAndre Jordan bring to the table with no Jokic? Because now he may have to play extended minutes. Right. On top of that, Bones and DJ also had that Joker and Murray two-man game. Correct. Right at the top of the key that mm-hmm. no one's talking about. Their oop game was... You know, it was up there, especially for a bench unit. Yep. And no bones. That's where I, I too, where is the offense coming from on this bench? I mean, especially if you're pushing Bruce Brown up to the starters. What, who Who's your scorer off the bench? Yeah. Man? This is tonight. I mean, tonight is going to be, right? Yeah. It's going to be one of those situations where you, you, you are correct in bringing up uh, Michael Malone. This is going to be on him to start staggering. Those starters, like at a particular point, MPJ has to sit down, give him some time. And you cannot have any lineup that's out there without at least a starter out there that's that's running with him, whether that's Murray 
or MPJ, especially those two guys, because they're going to be the catalyst if the Nuggets are going to win this game. They have to be. One of them has to be on a court at all times. Luckily, we didn't see Murray being this Murray until Christmas. Right. But, I mean, he's not all the way back. Let's put him at, you know, 85% because, I mean, there's still some times where this dude can take it to the bucket and he just doesn't show that flash there yet. Yeah. But the fact that he can stay out on the court, like, I'll admit there was a couple games where I'm like, why is he out there in the fourth? Especially the Bulls game. I'm like, why is he out there? Yeah. Right? But the fact that he can be out there, the fact that he has that trust in his knee, he's going to have to play some probably an extra eight minutes a game. Yeah. Yeah. He's um he's going to be he's going to be really big and obviously really important tonight um, for the Nuggets to get a win because Jalen Brunson has been playing really well for the Knicks. Obviously, like I mentioned before, RJ Barrett, you know, Julius Randle, those three, they're going to do everything because I know in their minds because the Nuggets have been smacking them every single time they've played. And I think honestly, I'm trying to even remember if the Knicks even beat the Nuggets since like the the mellow trade like i i can't like i maybe it, they may have beaten us maybe one time in between there that i'm that i'm forgetting but i cannot remember a time where the knicks have actually beaten the nuggets in right. a long time so i know us as fans right we we can think about that and that's a fact to us but these players it's a pride thing right so for them they're thinking oh man they're they're without their best player this is this is our moment to to make something happen, right? So you're you're gonna get the best of those three guys for the Knicks, and obviously with with Jalen Brunson playing tonight, it's gonna be an interesting matchup because Jamal Murray is actually gonna have to play defense. Like this is not he cannot be hidden. I know you can throw KCP, but who are you putting KCP on? Jalen Brunson, or do you put him on RJ Barrett? Who do you put Bruce Brown on? Like it's it's that's the question. Who's gonna guard Julius Randle with if Aaron Gordon doesn't suit up? Right. So it's going to be this is going to be one of those moments where Michael Malone is going to have to show his coaching prowess tonight. That is it. Like he has to be the one to make those decisions, obviously. Right. And on top of that, what do you think the Nuggets biggest, I don't know, the their biggest compliment this year is? It's it's a three point shooting, right? Correct. Yeah. They they wanted to be this top five defense. Malone toted that in, in the preseason that's not happening, right? Yeah. I mean, they're they're yeah. just letting dudes just go off on on perimeter. But the fact that we do have the Brown brothers and we mm-hmm. have KCP, that gives me a little bit of life when we're going into games against you know above average perimeter play. Right. But as far as scoring goes, I, I'm not gonna lie. I, I'm not gonna rely on KCP to continue his career high in shooting, especially when you're relying on him because as a third fourth fifth scoring option casey you can't you can do worse than kcp right you can but, yeah. but as the second option man you're in trouble so yeah this is definitely not the gimme game it was two days ago no it was not because like i said before the second i saw the knicks on the schedule as the next game i already chalked it up as a win because oh, Jokic especially, was playing. especially yeah. coming off three days and the fact that they're coming off a back-to-back from yesterday mm-hmm. plan so i was like oh man like not only is take the under on Joker's any stats because he's going to be on the bench probably midway through the third. Right. Now you're just like, holy crap, like this is a toss up. Yeah, yeah, it it it, it kind of is at this point. I just think the, 
I mean, the Nuggets are still good enough to win this game, obviously, right? I think they have that talent. And you never know. This could end up being one of those situations, kind of like we spoke about with the Jazz, right? Because the Nuggets are, or, or most teams usually watch the Nuggets and they see Jokic out there. So they game plan for Jokic. They, they, they game plan for top of the key Jokic post up with the pass, kick out to the corners, kick out to Jamal Murray on the perimeter running around behind the screens. Like they, they watch this and they're like, oh yeah, that's how we guard them. How do they guard the Nuggets now? They don't even know what they're going to bring. They don't know who or what's going to run. Like they don't know what the game plan is. So it's going to be, it's going to be an interesting one because I'm sure most people have been talking about the fact that, you know, with the plus minus that Jokic has, right. It kind of shows a lot to say that he has been the, the main catalyst, be, you know, behind most of these wins. So this is also a pride thing for Murray Porter, Gordon, these guys, like this is a pride thing. Like we have to also show, that we can do this without Jokic too. We gotta we gotta let him trust us. That we like when he's off the on the bench or something like that. We gotta show him. We gotta show the coaches. We gotta show the fans that we have the ability to win a game without our best player. They that's gotta show. Op- that's an optimistic view. I mean, I credit you for taking that because <laughs> you're out here saying, "Yeah, the Knicks don't know what we're gonna throw at them." Well, guess what? We have no idea what we're going to throw at the Knicks because honestly, that is true. That is very true. I do true. not remember a game without Joker that we won. You tell me. Oh, ah, there was one. There was one against uh, against the Houston Rockets last year where Demarcus Cousins had thirty points, and oh, uh... the tanking Houston Rockets. <laughs> yes, the tanking Houston Rockets. Um, hey, listen, man, I don't have a lot of options because Jokic plays so much. I, I had to kind of. But that was a win. All I know is DeMarcus Cousins had 30 and the Nuggets won. That is, that's all I remember. But obviously you don't have DeMarcus Cousins coming off the bench tonight. You don't have that, right? You don't have another big man who can get you 30 points, who can get you a double-double. You don't have that, you know, on the roster. So this is going to be a team effort by the, like, we're going to have to see what these guys really have. This is a heart thing, honestly. Right. Well, you've got your big three and, the big three are the big three because you paid them, right? So Joker's yep. not out there. So you're going to have to lean on MPJ and Murray. We already know Murray's going to bring it. I mean, this dude has that Kobe mentality of just get out of my way. Let me take over. Yep. But you talked about who's going to give you that double-double. It's got to be MPJ, right? He's got to yeah. be given maybe not assist because we know that dude will take the yeah mics, right? Yeah. So, nah, he's going he's gonna to crash those boards, man. We've seen him at least get double-doubles with – with rebounds before now if i ever see a game where mpj has double digit assists that would be the day <laughs> right like i I, ca- I can't fathom that in my mind to look at a box score and see michael porter jr with ten assists. i can't right. see it right I, that's not what we're paying him for right i mean no. that's what i have to i have to tell myself that like dude pass the ball like you don't have to take these don't take that sh- oh wait damn and then it goes that. in yeah yeah wait. he hits he hits ridiculous shots and like to be shooting his percentage right now to be above above 50% on the type of shots that he takes he's right. not just taking wide open catch and shoot no he he's like all right no nah, that guy's 67 so i can shoot over him so i'll just and it, and it still goes in like what right. that doesn't even make sense but or he gets his own three board yeah, and then yeah. deuces it again, like or, or I guess what drives me crazy the most is when this dude is get getting his own super long rebound and then takes another nineteen footer. Like, dude, yeah. step back a couple feet and take that three. Oh, it still went in, right? So yeah. I'm like, you got to take the good at the bad. But this dude has got to average 
at least mid twenties over this next couple of games while mm-hmm. Joker is out. Oh yeah, this is this is his this is his and Jamal Murray's moments because obviously you know we we spoke about the big three, so these guys they have they just have to do more. They just have to do more, right? So we're going to see, you know, how how the team operates, obviously, while Jokic is out. Obviously, the Knicks will be the first test. We'll see what that looks like. Um, now, I do I did want to bring this up. Obviously, we, we spoke about the standings, right? The Nuggets right now um, being second in the West right now with, with a 9-4 and four record. Um, we're still very early, very, very early in the season. Where do you see the Nuggets ending up by the time the playoffs start? I know we got a lot of time, but what do you see right now? Man, you're putting me on the spot. I only say you're putting (laughs) me on the spot because usually, like, you're entering the football season, you have no idea what any team looks like. You're entering an NBA season. and Don't we already know that? uh, Can you – oh, yeah. Yeah. We're in the Broncos. It's it's (laughs) – but you don't know what each team is going to look like. I'm not going to lie to you. Look, we lost Barton. That was a plus for me. But we lost Morris. And I'm sitting here going, man, like, who's our leadership off the bench? Who's our – I don't know, our spark guy? Who's our – point guard off the bench yeah and the nuggets only got better yeah right they yeah. only got better and the fact that they're doing it with a rookie too they're relying on big minutes from a rookie i, I want to tell you like you know nuggets are going to end up with the top whatever but i know they're going to make the playoffs because right. okay. you know lakers are overrated they're going to keep dragging themselves down as well as other teams when they try to, you know. They got to make a trade. Players. I know this ain't no Lakers podcast, but, man, like the Lakers, man, they they got to give up them picks and, and do something because they – that. Mm-mm. It's funny, mm-hmm. though. Like, what picks, right? It's, it's always the joke is like <laughs> – the joke is always like, yeah, let, let's just cough up 20, 29 picks and uh, for, I don't know, Dame here down the, down the right. stretch, right? But – you know, it's always these Laker fans. It's, it's always the minority, right? But yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll I will say they will make the playoffs. Um, okay. I, I still need to see what. Um, geez, I need to see what the Clippers look like healthy with okay. you guys starting. You know, they haven't been healthy together for a minute. Um, Portland, the, no one saw Portland being this good. Dude, Jeremy um, Grant is is shooting at a ridiculous clip right now. Right. Like I don't know if like. I think last night, I believe at one point he was he was five of six from three, and he's been shooting that three ridiculously well. Right. Um, obviously, I know a, a lot of Nuggets fans still didn't like that that situation because they love Jeremy Grant and obviously that, and we spoke about that in the past, right? But right. yeah, you're correct. I didn't I didn't see Portland balling like this. Obviously, Anthony Simons is taking another step. Obviously, the Nuggets know that very well because he is literally the reason the Nuggets lost to the to the Blazers. You know, right, so right. they got it. They got it. They got a team and they got a they got an interesting team. We'll see if they can sustain it. That'll be the question. Obviously, we are very early in the season. So there's still a lot of time to see how that plays out. And obviously injuries, you know, you know, sickness, as we see right now with Jokic, those things have they they will kind of play a role in where a team ends up in the end because you brought up the Clippers. I don't even know what the situation is with Kawhi. He obviously played a couple games to start the season, a couple 15 minutes here and there, played 20 minutes, like I think maybe once or twice. Mm-hmm. But we don't even know what they're going to bring to the table. But I, I agree with you. Um, You know, I'm at that point where I, I can see this. This There's no way this Nuggets team does not make the playoffs. Like this is this is a this is a playoff team. Um, Now, if they have home court advantage in the first round, we'll see that that that's that's still left to be seen. But I think. 
if the team can stay relatively healthy, I do see a top four seed. Like with with no, you know, with I I guarantee there's a top four seed if they stay healthy. But we'll see. I'd agree with that. I mean, who scares? Tell me who scares you in the West. Um. If I'm being honest, it's only the Golden State. And I know right now they're sitting at six and eight and their record is not showing what they're doing. And they got one shoddy bench, right? Yeah. And they, yeah. they have the shoddy bench for the same reason the Nuggets could have a shoddy bench if they didn't have, you know, a Bones or a Braun, right? Correct. Yeah. yeah. Because I, they're paying hella people. That is the only team that I'm like, if I'm being honest, that is the only team in the West that that scares me. Right. Like I like there's there's I I can see the Nuggets beating everybody else like as of as currently constructed because right. we don't know you know if if there's gonna be a bunch of trades made or whatever but as currently constructed all teams fully healthy the only team that gives me any worry is the Warriors because the way they play and that running behind screens with with Steph and Clay and obviously Jordan Poole and the way Draymond gets away with murder like it's 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 just they are able to do certain things that I feel like the Nuggets have not been prepared for. Now, this is a different Nuggets team as well. So I'm not going to say that the Nuggets can't beat them now, but I will give them their respect because they are the Warriors and they have that championship experience. So that is the only team. I, 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 I'm not worried about any other team in the West, honestly. Yeah, I'm, let Luka get his, right? Yeah. That's one of those like Kobe kind of situations. Let Kobe get 60 on you in a loss. Correct. Let Co- let Luca go out and do his thing. Uh, Phoenix, I, mm. I mean they're they're gonna they're gonna tank in in the postseason, right? So we know that yeah. they're not gonna do anything in the postseason. But the fact that they are gonna put up regular season numbers that does worry me a bit. Right. Right. That's um, fair. But I will agree with you. Golden State, they have that been there, done that mentality. But God, man, can can you imagine? A Murray versus Steph. Ooh, oh, in the playoffs? You know how oh, Murray gets. man. Murray gets oh, yeah. that competitive nature. He's like, you're going to shoot from the logo? I'll shoot from the logo. Like, you want to shoot from Aurora? I'll shoot from Aurora, that's right? So, and dude. that's honestly, that's why that's why I said um, that I'm not really worried about most teams because especially, and, and you know, obviously the, the, the Suns swept the Nuggets, but that was without Jamal Murray. See, if, if people were paying attention to the Nuggets and saw – what Murray had done prior to that injury to the Suns. Mm-hmm. Listen, I think it, this, I don't know if the stat was, I believe it was like maybe 16 and one. Like it was like this ridiculous record that when the Nuggets played the Suns and Jamal Murray played, like they, they were not beating the Nuggets. They were not, especially right now. I cannot, I cannot see the Suns beating the Nuggets in the playoffs. I cannot see it because Jamal Murray is playing. He is literally the reason because just like you said, obviously this is a different Chris Paul, right? Different Chris Paul. Like he's not, he's not that same player anymore. We saw literally Chris Paul in the playoffs. We saw him against Dallas, right? Literally, as soon as his birthday hit, it was the craziest thing I'd ever seen. He was playing really well in the first couple of games. As soon as he turned, I believe, 37, literally on his birthday, he was trash. Like it was crazy. It, like I, I, like he was a different. That one day changed his entire play style, and obviously they got destroyed. Is that like the uh, the Peyton Manning stat where like anything under thirty two degrees he can't play? Right. Yeah, yeah. It it changed. It was such a drastic change. Like he was playing so well in those first couple of games, right? So 
honestly, I just like the Suns are they're a really good team. Obviously, a really good regular season team. They made the finals, you know, a couple years ago. And so they have the talent. So I'm not going to disrespect them and say, oh, the Nuggets are just going to walk in and just like sweep them and nothing like that. But I just I just believe the Nuggets are a better team now while they are obviously healthy. Uh, you spoke about Dallas. I mean, you you said it correctly. You let Luca get his. Let Luca score sixty. I don't care. Just make sure you stop everybody else. You stop the Spencer Dinwiddies. You stop Dorian Finney-Smith. Like these guys are the ones. Obviously, Christian Wood is out there and he's playing really well for him. So you have to stop the other guys. Like Luca is gonna get his regardless. Like they don't matter what defense you play, he's gonna pick it apart. It's the same thing Jokic does. It's the same thing the, the best players in the league do. It doesn't matter if you play a zone. It doesn't matter if you play man. It don't matter what you do. These the stars are gonna get theirs. Giannis mm-hmm. does the same thing to everybody. Right. You know. Um. So I just you know just looking at at the West. Yeah, I just I think right now it's going to end up being the Nuggets and the Warriors in the Western Conference Finals. And this time, I think the Nuggets get it. I think I think they find a way. But everything relies on health. If the Nuggets are healthy, and I already said it before the season started this year, I can and I can see it because you could kind of feel that you could is a different feeling with this Nuggets team. It's a different it's a different mentality if they go into the playoffs healthy. I don't know if anybody can stop them unless they run into the Celtics in the finals, and that's the only team on the East that I'm worried about. Even the Bucks, I believe the Nuggets can beat. But I don't yeah. know, man. I mean, I'll take an AG versus Giannis game. Dude, I love man, I love when the Nuggets play the Bucks. Like you get to see a master class from Jokic and Giannis. Right. And then of course, obviously, Jokic, like his fastest triple double in NBA history that was against the Bucks. Like he had some amazing games against that team. And that's and that was a fully healthy Bucks team. Right. You know, you remember when when the Nuggets won, um, they ended they, they had like seven players, you know, oh, seven yeah. players available. They beat the Bucks. They beat the Jazz. Like it was well, yeah, it yeah. was crazy. Like I remember those games and those were those were those were big wins. Right. Obviously, that was a different era in Nuggets basketball, but still they still played well. And I would love to see a Giannis versus Jokic finals, man. That would be a dream finals for me. Let me ask you a question. And I, I, I'm just kind of getting away from the topic but do we in denver overvalue murray or does everyone else just undervalue him and he's not as big because he's not in a big marketable city um honestly i i believe i believe it is a little bit of both right um i believe it's a little bit of both because we we know what jamal murray can do um, we've seen it obviously you know in 2019 when they played the spurs in in the first round um, I, I believe he had like a really, a really terrible, like it was he like a first quarter, first half. And then all of a sudden he just caught fire. The thing is about us as fans, we see the potential in it. That's what's keeping us holding on to this Jamal Murray thing, because we see his potential. We see that he, we've seen him do things that Steph does. We've right. seen him go crazy in a, in a single quarter, like a clay. We've seen him just like you mentioned that Kobe mentality where, he can just tell everybody, listen, get out my way. I got this. We've seen him do that, which is something that the Nuggets have lacked for a long time. Because other, like obviously since Carmelo, mm-hmm. the Nuggets really hadn't had a player. I mean, you had Gallinari a couple of years who he had some moments like that. But for the most part, you hadn't had a player who just basically told everybody, get out my way. And let me go crazy. But right. Jamal Murray embraces that moment, right? So we see the potential. The problem is, 
fans from other other franchises and stuff when they watch the Nuggets they really just see Jokic kind of setting everything up. So even though we see what Jamal Murray can do personally, because we watch it with such detail, most fans, all they see is Jokic. They see, you you mentioned it, even when Jamal Murray's bringing the ball up, his first play, kick it to Jokic in the post. Let mm-hmm. Jokic make a decision. So they're, 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 not seeing, they're, they're not seeing what Jamal Murray can do as a creator. Right. They will now. Well, they they they're gonna have to. They're gonna see a couple games here. There is gonna be some footage where, let's just say, Jamal Murray drops thirty and ten. That you have to start showing that you have the ability to do that without Jokic to start to get other people like, hmm, maybe maybe Jamal Murray is like that. You know, they because you know the the running joke. It's Bubble Murray, right? right? That was the that was the running joke for years. So. This is just on Jamal Murray. Obviously, he's still recovering, and you mentioned him being at about 80, 85%. But if he gets healthy and he starts to show what we know he can do, it's going to be lights out for the league, man. I'm telling you. I I feel you. I I feel like he can be – I mean, I I just don't understand how Mitchell can get this kind of of publicity coming from the same kind of market. That's true. Booker can get this kind of same publicity coming from the same kind of market. But Murray is out here just taking a backseat because he has a two-time MVP. Yeah, uh, like it's almost like when you know pitchers come to Coors Field and Ubaldo Jimenez is out here dealing. This dude still doesn't get a Cy Young, but then other people come here and they pitch well. Or it just doesn't make sense. Like you can hit well at Coors Field, but you can't. It, like why? Why are we holding back some guy because he's playing with a great player, right? Yeah, yeah, it's um it's just one of those things. It's it's just something you kind of have to deal with, but it's on Jamal Murray. It's on him to take these games where the two-time MVP is not available. These are the ones where he has to remind everybody, us included, that I'm still that guy. Right. I'm still the blue arrow. I'm still the guy who can drop 30, 40, 50 at mm-hmm. any given moment when I have to. You know, he has to remind us because obviously with the injury um, and, you know, lack of availability for the last couple of years, we haven't seen it. So most and obviously if we can't remember it as fans or we haven't it hasn't been something recent. Why do you think any other team or any other fan is going to have that respect? Right. Right. So this is on him. He just has to remind us that he is still that guy. I I don't know. I I still don't get it. I mean, you have a Harden and Houston. And that dude brought down the whole team, but he was the guy that was shooting for, you know, 30 points a game. You have Dame in Portland that was taking over games, but this dude was on a losing team. Yeah. These guards that score, they still don't do anything for you, but they still have the, I don't know, man. Like, I I just feel like he would get more calls. He would get more publicity. He would get more everything. If It's a, listen, man, it's a, it's a weird, it's a very, very weird situation for him right we're still it's just weird. barely seeing joker starting to get these superstar calls that's true and he yeah and he, like you said he barely gets them now like even <laughs> even being the back-to-back mvp you can still see especially when they play like you know certain refs i'm not gonna call their names mr brothers hmm. um you know certain certain refs that they play against you already kind of go into the game like oh yeah Jokic is gonna be out for a while like even the other night when Jokic, I think he ended up playing like only 20 minutes, 20, 21 minutes the entire game and still dominated. Can we like, talk about the fact that Joker's been getting into foul trouble pretty quick this he year? Has. He has, I mean, yeah. But he's also, it's weird because like I just watched something on TV where they were saying, you know, is he 
not mailing it in, but is he kind of just taking his time to gear gear up into this season? He is. He is. Right. And, and I, I predicted this too, because obviously going into the season in my mind, I, we, I mean, listen, us as fans, we know what Jokic does, right? We know what he's capable of. I think the world knows what Jokic is capable of. So he's kind of like that. He's kind of like that sleeping giant. He's just right now, just kind of chilling. He's pacing himself, but he's also, he's a, he's a selfless guy, right? Mm -hmm. So he's doing what he can to get MPJ back into the mix, Murray back into the mix. So he's he's just doing that right now because obviously he's already had a couple 30-point games this season, but he's doing that when he feels like he needs to. Most of the time, he doesn't feel like he needs to because he wants to get these other guys back into the mix. So I believe he's just he's purposely doing this. He's purposely sitting back watching and when because i guarantee you this there will not be a situation where the nuggets go into the playoffs and Jokic is not being dominant like he's he's not going to sit back and just watch like mpj miss a bunch of shots murray miss a bunch of shots and he not take over no he's doing that right now because even he said and i know he was joking but it is Jokic where he was like you know the first 20 games i know jamal murray is going to be kind of trash you know like he so i know his mentality i know he was joking but you know he's just kind of playing playing his role, seeing what everybody else is doing. So that's a good segue into, obviously, if you are betting on the Nuggets, right? When Jokic is playing right now, do not touch his points. Right. Do not, do not touch it. Don't even play the under. And the reason I'm saying that is because all it takes is Jamal Murray and MPJ to miss some shots, and Jokic will go off and drop 30 right. with, with no issue. So I would say until, until, I would say wait until like maybe game 30 and moving forward. If you are going to bet on Jokic points, see what he's doing consistently and then go from there. Right now, he's just in a little play phase because even his rebounding hasn't even been that that consistent, right? Which like, he hasn't needed to be. You have MPJ, right? That is correct. That is correct. So right now, Jokic for me as a as a better, I do a lot of obviously parlays for Nuggets games. Um, it's been kind of rough to start the season because Jokic has not been doing what we have you know, become accustomed to with him. His assist line, on the other hand, that line you can play pretty much every night um, because his assist line is usually above, I, I believe, maybe about seven and a half. You can kind of play that because that's that's what he's going to do regardless. Even when he's being you know, dominant or not, at least offensively, he's still going to look to pass every time. So at, if if you're taking anything away from this from a betting perspective, Jokic assists, play that, leave everything else alone. Right. Jokic just had that quote, what was it, a week ago uh, with Bones. He was like, you know, scoring makes one person happy, assist right. makes two people happy, right? Yeah, I, so I, saw in Bones, I saw in Bones said that because Jokic said that years ago. I was like, right. bro. <laughs> right, I'm like, welcome to the team, Bones, because you're just, you're going to get yours. But, dude, he just, he destroyed the Bulls and he scored eight points. Yeah. yeah. But he did it with 14 assists. So this is also the same night that you know, I mean, we won't talk about Embiid, but this is the time that Embiid Ooh. went off for almost 60, right? So, Dude. oh man, Embiid listen, oh man, like I know, I know obviously the, the big thing is like when Jokic has a big game, the trolls mm. are on Twitter, on the, on the Sixers feeds and they're telling them, oh, Jokic did this. And then of course, when Embiid does this, it's, I don't get into none of that, right? right. But Listen, man, I respect what Joel Embiid did that game. That was some insane 59 points, I believe seven blocks. That was incredible, man. I got to 
I, I'm just a fan. Like, I'm just a fan of, of basketball in general. So, like, anytime anybody is able to put that up. And also, he won me some money because I played him on my DFS lineup. <laughs> Shout out to uh, Joel Embiid for uh, winning your boy some bread. Because, hey. um, he, bro, he scored 101 fantasy points. Like, it was unreal, you know? So, listen, man, I respect Embiid. I really do. I think he's he's a really, really good player. I know you kind of get sidetracked now because of this whole Jokic versus Embiid thing and MVPs and blah, blah. I mean, is that really even a thing? It's just a media thing, right? Because, I mean, one guy has two back-to-back MVPs and another guy is at home, not without his trophies, right? Yeah, and the other guy hasn't made the Eastern Conference Finals. Right. So, I mean, it is what it is. The stats and everything else speak for itself, whether – Everyone says that Jokic is a stat MVP, right? That's everyone's like, what's his yeah, rank? The, the what's Vorp, his, yeah. however they pronounce it. Yeah. Listen, man, listen, man, this, 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 this is one of those things that we are just going to watch play out in real time because we can't control what everybody else says. Obviously, we're going to be doing this. Um, I know where this episode right now is, is coming to an end, but listen, man, this right here, I'm so glad we were able to get this episode out of the way you know, start talking about the Nuggets. We're going to have a lot more to talk about. Obviously, like we spoke about at the beginning with the New York Knicks game, let's see how the Nuggets perform without their two-time MVP. We see what Jamal, to me, I really want to see Jamal Murray because I think the more we talked about it today, I'm just curious to see because you made a good point. Yeah, I want to see Jamal Murray get that hype again. Everybody, I want him him to start getting that respect because it'll be nice to see Jamal Murray be an all-star. That would be... That would be that would be nice to see. Take know? the over on Jamal Murray points. That's all I'll say. Yeah, because they don't have anybody that can guard him. So we're gonna we're gonna see how that plays out. Um, obviously, but we're gonna you know this is something that we're gonna be doing um a lot moving forward. We're gonna keep everybody updated with just you know our thoughts and and different things that we're gonna kind of do a lot of thought provoking stuff. And um you know with with betting, I'm gonna kind of throw some different tips out there for you guys. I'm I'm not sure how Alex feels about the betting side of things, but um. This, this is this is fun, man. So we appreciate everybody watching, listening. Um, reach reach out to us on Twitter. My my Twitter handle, I'm going to have everything up on the screen for you guys moving forward. We'll have our Twitter handles on here so that you can reach out to us if you ever want to debate anything that we're saying. You got a problem with it. You agree with it. Whatever. Alex, Alex is one of those guys, man. You you get into an argument with him. That's 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 y'all. I got, too much, I got too much time on my hands, man. Hey, that's that that's Alex. I I'm kind of I'm kind of just the I just be chilling. I just be watching people say stuff to me, disagreeing with my stuff, and I just scroll right past it. I don't like I see it on my feed all the time, like all the time. If I tweet anything Nuggets related, oh, where are you saying this? This makes no sense. Da da da. And I'm just like, whoop, whoop, whoop. I don't care. I don't care. But I know I've seen easier. Nuggets are a little easier. Broncos is where you get me kind of oh, heated. But oh gosh, I'm man. not gonna talk about them. So. Yeah, we're not. Yes, but definitely, I this man, this was cool. Definitely was cool. tune in this uh, this season, man. It's gonna be freaking awesome. We're gonna be hitting this at least twice a week, giving you whatever opinions you guys want from us. I mean, whatever that is that values for you guys, but we're gonna be giving it to you straight. Nothing that's gonna be overly biased. I'm not gonna lie. I mean, Joker is the <laughs> greatest player on the planet, but yeah, man, we're gonna give you the the straight straight and narrow, man. Oh yeah, believe me. If if the Nuggets are playing bad and certain players are playing bad, I, I I will say it. I don't care what it is. If I've seen I've seen games where Jokic has not been playing well, and I'll get on my Twitter account and be like, "Listen, Jokic, what you doing, bro? What you doing?" Because I'm a realist. Like, yes, I'm a huge Nuggets fan and whatever that looks like, but I'm a realist. And if I feel like you're costing the the team games, I don't care who you are. 
you're going to get some type of flack from me. Right. You know, so but now, like you said before, man, uh, this this was cool. We will be doing this pretty often, guys. So tune in and we will see you guys on the next episode. Deuces. Yes, sir.